0: I really mean when I say that I really care for our patients, uh, their needs of uh, their dental needs and uh, getting the most out of that uh, in a very comfortable uh, uh, place and caring place and where they can trust. And so, um, you know, the feedback that we get online reviews is all about uh, trusting, all about comfortable, uh, down to earth people, um, home-like so these are important uh, aspects that we want to uh, grow with our patients. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, um, you know, this policy, this things that worked perfectly for us. We're just going to scale it up.
1: This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast, where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to a special episode of growth in dentistry for our practice girl series. I'm Katie Polson, and we are excited to continue our journey in talking to some of our top practices and learning about how they use automation and analytics and making their practices better. But before we get started, I wanted to invite those of you that are on Facebook that like to hang out there, come join our Facebook dental intelligence community. We've got a good group of people that, uh, learn about, uh, again, automation and engagement and business practices. And it's a fun group of people to be surrounded with online. If you have not gone and rated a review, this podcast, we appreciate every one of them. We thank you so much for those of you that have done that. And if you are a first time listener, this is, again, this is our practice growth series that we, you're listening to. This is our, they're about an hour long. There, the goal is to really just deep dive into uh, practices that are in it, just like you. And then we have other episodes with some key opinion leaders in the industry ta- tackling certain problems. And those, those are some of our our growth series podcasts. And then we have some DSO podcasts for those of you that are wanting to enter the enterprise space or are already there. So something for everyone. I encourage you to go continue to check out all the other episodes that we have to offer. If you are not a current customer of Dental Intelligence, since this podcast is sponsored by them, you can go to get.dentalintel.com forward slash podcast to get $50 when you complete a demo. If you want to see what Dental Intelligence can do for you and your practice, I'll make sure that that link is in our show notes. And that's it without further ado. We're so, so grateful to have to have James Bay from grace dental group hailing from San Francisco as a practice man, a manager administrator, I guess he does a lot and we're excited to have him on. Thank you. And he looks for those of you that are watching on YouTube, you can see, but those of you that are listening, he looks like he's here. He's here to, he showed up. He's got a professional microphone and lights and he's got a good camera. He looks like he should be the host and I'm just some chump, chump change. So (laughs) welcome to the show.
0: Oh, uh, thank you for that introduction, Katie. I'm so glad to be here uh, for you and all the listeners out there. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh, so
1: so glad to do it. So James, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into dentistry and how long you've been there and what you've been up to.
0: Sure. Uh, for your listeners, I think it'd be interesting to know that I, I didn't plan on becoming a uh, dental industry in the field um i was uh, back in uh, about 20 years ago during the dot com uh, years of 2000 years um, i was working as a design consultant marketing in a company a marketing company and i was good at it and i loved it but you know like everything else all the company kind of folded closed and minded too and uh, i was in transition to another work and a college buddy of mine who was a dentist in the city asked me to come aboard and help him out in the back office accounting accounts receivable it was just a mess he said and uh, i said why not i've got a few months to kill so and if that was 20 some years ago and here i am today
1: still with the same office or still have the you same changed?
0: office the owners have changed uh, okay. a couple of times but i'm still with the same office and we are we have expanded mm-hmm. uh, we have offices in san francisco san jose and then and, and oakland so i manage all, all all the offices
1: all of them so you so you took it from a single, a single location to, a, yes. to uh, to an enterprise, which is yes. awesome. There's mm-hmm. so a lot of people that are, are looking to know how to do that. Listen up.
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of people in that space. So, t- um, tell us a little bit about, I guess, each individual practice. So San Francisco, San Jose, um, are they kind of all the same? What demographic are you, uh, treating right. that kind of thing? Mm-hmm.
0: There um, uh, so my main uh, office is in San Francisco which I have been always uh, about 20 years ago and we've had a social dentist that I hire who became owner who also opened in San Francisco with another partner so I've managed both and then there's another dentist in Oakland and that I manage that office so there are different entities mm-hmm. um, Well San Jose and San Francisco kind of similar uh, to offices that we share same resources like uh, employees, um and some functionality of uh, technology-driven kind of a uh, uh, stuff that we uh, co-share mm-hmm. and ideas and uh, concepts and those are, um, you know that's what I'm responsible for for those offices.
1: Okay, great. So, what would you say makes uh, the practices that you help run unique? So, I guess compared to the other practices around you in those areas.
0: Sure. So in the city, we ha- we have many offices and they're, you know, somewhat similar. Um, but I think that, um, you know, from what I've learned uh, from firsthand, going back way back when I didn't know anything uh, from paper charting to, you know, like a paper printer and the forms and, you know, facts, carbon copy facts. Yeah. You know, I, that's where I came from. And then we made transition to all digitalized. I went through that process. And that was interesting. And then uh, currently, I think that we there is there is this an explosion of technology driven field, and I think dentistry just kind of caught on, uh, perhaps a little bit later than other industry. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I, that this is a perfect timing, and um, you know the people that are out there, the newer generation, uh, with different expectations and different culture and different um, desires and <clears throat> habits are very uh, ties into that technology driven field of dentistry. So I feel that if you're not onto this, Mm -hmm. it's either you do or die, you fall off the cliff, like Mm -hmm. every other office, or you get with it. Yeah, And uh, it's overwhelming, maybe at times if you're not too technology driven, but it's very simple. Some of the vendors out there made it very simple and very functional. So it's not complicated and uh you just spend a few hours learning and it's fun and it's you get so much out of it and so much efficiency but um also just having a good time with it yeah
1: that's awesome well great for you, good for you to be mm-hmm. a, an an early adopter of technology especially yeah. in that space in San Francisco and the area that you are in i would especially think that most people are very technical driven just because of the space, the space, then the, and the population there that, that works every day. Um, and they expect their healthcare to probably be similar to what they're providing in their own companies. So, um, that's a very good point. I love that you've, that you've kind of elevated your practices to be the expectation for the community that you're in, which everyone's going to have to do across the nation, regardless of where they live. They have to take stock of what type of community they're in. Exactly. And then, and then offer, offer that up. And I love that you've, you, you've seen that technology is the way to do that for your locations. That's awesome. So, um, what challenges, this is one of my favorite questions to ask mm-hmm. practices. Cause I think <clears> sometimes <throat> we think we're unique and sometimes our problems are unique and sometimes everyone's just kind of struggling with the same thing right now. So what challenges are you seeing or facing, um, currently and how are you, how are you trying to overcome them?
0: So, <clears throat> I believe that um, um, <clears throat> after the uh, <clears throat> excuse me after the uh, COVID um, pandemic, we've had some issues with uh, employment, uh, hiring, and training uh, newer employees. Although we were not that affected too much because we have very loyal uh, employees that we've trained well and that would like to stay. And there's another also uh, you know aspect of that that I want to talk about later, but. Uh, how to keep and retain your employees right Mm -hmm. and um, and so uh, that's uh, that's one challenge that we have another challenge is that ever growing um, problems with uh, dealing with insurance companies claims different insurance company requiring different things. And some of the uh, claim rejections how to go about that, how to efficiently do that. At a, at a busy office where people at our front desk have like a thousand other things to do. Yeah, <laughs> so right. that's always challenging, yes.
1: Yeah, and I think you're not, I mean, I, I just recently, I was going to try to pull it up, but I'll, I'll see if I can find the post and put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, My coworker posted uh, reposted something from somebody, uh, some data set from uh, an employee at American Dental Association. And they had just recently said that the top, things are exactly what you said, employee, employee, um, health, I guess, and Mm -hmm. insurance contribution and trying to figure out. And then also how to drop insurance and go to fee for service. So there's all that, those, those, um, top things are kind of nationwide are some of the concerns. So let's talk about, let's, let's talk about, um, first of all, and we're going to go a little bit out of order here, which is, which is great, because I think I let's talk right. about your employees and what you're doing, I guess, yeah. to overcome that struggle. How do you how are you overcoming the hiring problems that are going on? Right.
0: So um, we've uh, first tapped into some of the uh, uh, job postings at a college level. Uh, pre-dental society level ecologists and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we're already interviewing motivated employees who are wanting to become a dentist, wanting to explore becoming hygienist.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: uh, so they are already motivated. They are already somewhat educated. Uh, so that's that's the plus that we uh, can go after that market. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, disadvantage of that is once you hire and train them, maybe mm-hmm. they might be there with you for about a year or two years at most, as yeah. they're moving on to school. But you know that's that's okay. Um, so there's one. Another thing is aspect of the employee retention is that you know good morale, of course, is really important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we work in the office a very diverse field of uh, 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 community, and uh, we have uh, diverse cultures. And we respect that. And also uh, one of the key thing that we do as our office is that doctors pay for employees' lunch. Uh, we all take uh, lunch all at, together, all same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we either cater to go bring food, cook. Um, it's, it's a feast and we, we enjoy our time together. And one of our, our employee who's going to dental school said, oh my God, I've never had this experience, this is great. When I open my dental office, I'm gonna do exactly this. So, you know, people really appreciate that, you know, yeah, you get to chit chat about, you know, forget about dentistry for about one hour, enjoy our food and talk about other things, your families and what's going on. So I think that's really important.
1: Oh, and, I love that uh, idea. And yeah. uh, um, because a lot of offices will do it for their team meeting or something like that. But and that's a that's I mean, it's a lot to to feed mm-hmm, a group mm-hmm. of people every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. as someone like my love language is feeding people, <laughs> like, right. I totally get that idea of creating a space via food and sharing a meal with someone that you really, um, bond with them. Right, And I love that idea of doing that with your team. Cause often if everyone's eating at different, and sometimes there are offices at the shifts, they just don't line up, right. but, um, you really get to know the people over your lunch hour. Right, so like around 10 o'clock, 11 I
0: comes around, everyone's like, so what are we having for lunch? What are we having for lunch? Oh, let's do this, let's do that. Uh-huh. So they're already excited, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, uh, it, it goes a long way um, uh, for for that to happen and, and to have a happy employee and uh, really care for one another in that yeah, way.
1: Yeah, I love that. Do you, um, what else, what other things do you think you attribute to kind of a good culture that you've created that people want to stay and not leave? I think um, the
0: it's a top-down uh, your dentist it starts with your dentist um, if your dentist is you know awful or, or it gets has a bad temper or you know it's not mm-hmm. caring for other employees that's not gonna happen so I think that um, you know luckily we don't have that problem our dentist is very caring and fun at the same time and I uh, want to talk with you and uh, you know sometimes we have bad days of course but uh, you know, we, we, we work through that, but I think uh, caring and, you know, caring for one another is really important from top down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, uh, you know, I think it's important that uh, he or she as a dentist uh, does that and I do the same and, yeah. uh, you know, and I expect the same thing back from our employees. Uh, if they want a certain days off, they uh, I, I want them to uh, tell me in days in advance and we work through that. Um, so, yeah, so it's all, you know, give and take.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really great. Well, good for you. I'm grateful that Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy that you haven't had to deal with the struggles, um, too too poorly, but I know that, I mean, your area was hit the hardest when it came to the pandemic and the closures. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you guys have not only been able to bounce back, but exceed expectations. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, what i'm interested let's get into a little bit of marketing since that's sure. that, that's the land that i live in and that's the land that i guess you lived in before sure, so sure, sure, um what what are you doing about your marketing efforts and getting patients in the door sure
0: so um about uh five six uh, 2017 is when we started i think we were like one of the first in in the city actually that started the uh, uh communication vendor with text messaging and having an app uh, set up
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh, through our uh, our dentrix, and it wasn't dentrix. Dentrix is way behind in that, but because um, I know they're just starting uh, their game of that <laughs> <Yeah>. right now, <laughs> five years late. But anyway, um, so we started with this one company, and and it was and we were one of the first, and so a lot of um, ideas. I gave them a lot of ideas, and which mm-hmm. they incorporated, which is great. And these are uh, text comm- text messages. Um, uh, through, uh, you know, patient's phones, and uh, uh, all the confirmation, all the emails and, and the email campaigns and all uh, confirmation. Uh, these are all important aspects of it. So these are technology driven stuff that that makes your life so much easier at the front desk. Mm-hmm. However, you have to remember that these are also run by people. And these are also received by people. So if you don't really um concentrate on the also the the people aspect of it how the user aspect of it what are their expectation how do they respond to certain text messages and uh, these are important aspect to look into as well because uh you know it's people's business after all Mm -hmm. right
1: yeah yeah really cool so I, when we talked earlier before we got on the show to kind of discuss your practice, you, you talked to me a little about um, the amount of new patients that you're bringing in a month yes. and and what you're how you're attracting them right um, Go into a little bit it's so interesting to, to, sure. to talk about that.
0: Sure. So I think uh, having a, 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 a good reviews like Yelp reviews or uh, Google reviews really definitely help. Um, because every new patient that we get, I always ask them, Hey, how did you find about us? How did you mm-hmm. uh, find us? Um, usually they're online, Google, Yelp, and things like that, which and I, I tell them I appreciate that. So having those kind of reviews are really important, number one. Um, so the, uh, the communication, text communication uh, uh, apps, uh, what, what, whatever company that you might use, um you know some some companies ask for reviews after their um you know appointment is done saying they get text message how was Mm -hmm. your visit if there's something that we need and you know find us on yelp and things like that so uh they do review us uh immediately after their visit because they've had such a good experience they want to talk about it it's human nature so um we've got good reviews that's number one Uh, i think that also um having a patient that is exciting to see us um we make it uh, very transparent we have pictures on the web page and the fact that they can immediately go to our web page and direct them directly to our schedule that ties into dentrix they can see what 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 are the openings they can do it right then and there
1: Mm -hmm. without
0: having to call uh people i think some our generation now they don't like to call (laughs) on they don't like to pick up the phone Yes. (laughs) yeah Yes. And then, so I think it's, it's very helpful if you have that set up and it's not that difficult to set that up through webpage and through uh, through your um, uh, software, dental software, which whatever you're using. And uh, so that's, that's really, really, that helped us a lot. Yeah, uh, We're getting so many new patients. Uh, now our hygiene appointments are getting full. So we have a little line at the webpage, if you can't find something that you like, please give us a call. Mm. and we may, we might be able to help you. And we do get calls. Hey, -hmm. you know, I'm a new patient and uh, I'd like to find an appointment, but you don't have anything available. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you say, Hey, you know, uh, we do have some cancellations. Let me put you on our wait list and uh, let's do this and that. And then, you know, be very upfront with them and uh, be very helpful. And uh, so I think that helps too.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like giving people as many options as they can to schedule and removing all of those barriers yes, um, is key to getting the new patients in for your practice. Right. That's awesome. And I think a lot of practices are in that same boat. They're kind of noticing this idea. It's, I mean, to be fair, it's very scary to leave your schedule up to a system. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of treatment coordinators out there who are like, they live and buy, die by their schedule and they're responsible for the production on it. And right. to open it up, to allow people to schedule when they want can be scary, but there are systems in place. I guess, how have you overcome that? How have you overcome so, that kind yes, of hesitation? So that was
0: the first thought too. Um, how do we, you know, it was very overwhelming at first. Um, so we had to, we tried like, you know, 40 minute slots, 50 minute slots, one hour slots for hygienists. Uh, we've set up uh, doctors, columns, uh, emergency patients that want to see right away. Uh, so we've set up, set aside, here's a doctor's column, the regular mm-hmm. doctor's column. And then we have another column that we uh, open up uh, sh- 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 statistically uh, according to the time requirements, like say, uh, uh, you know, there's 30 minutes for emergency visits for doctor. Yeah. So if there's a 30 minute slot that we opened up intentionally and people will see that and they can come in. Our hygienist uh, uh, column is very full. So people cannot... Uh, The new new people want to make an appointment. So what I do is that we have an associate dentist and other dentists. So we move our hygienist appointment to dental dentist uh, slot Mm -hmm. one or two, they can do one or two cleanings. Okay. (laughs) And uh, that leaves hygienist spot open where people uh, who go online will see that opening and right away if nobody comes in uh, the day the night before and I move the hygiene appointment back to hygienist and the doctor can see uh, treatment. So there are other things that you have to work on it. Uh, it's not like leave it and run Forget it type it. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to, uh, you have to care for it. You have to look into it every mm-hmm. day and move and, and adjust and things like that. So I think that's important too.
1: Yeah, that's really good. That's a really good, um, use case. And for those of you that are kind of maybe struggling with the idea of using an online scheduling solution, I'd, I'd rewind that and listen to that again, because I feel like it's important to highlight how you're using, you know, the hygiene column and maybe a doctor's emergency column. Mm -hmm. And that's how you've overcome like the hesitation of opening up your schedule. And then you make openings based off of moving the appointments over to an open spot on associates, um, schedule. Right. Uh, the other thing is, um, and, and because you have seen how important it is for a new patient to be able to get in as soon as they go on your website, right? Otherwise, right. what do they do? They move on to the next person. Right. So to have those availabilities on, on your schedule, so a, a lot of practices have this problem of, of not having enough space, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, which is a good problem to have. Right. But um, it sounds like your hygiene is the same way, and, and to overcome that, it's a team. It's a team effort. Associates do some yes. some cleanings. Yeah. To make it possible, so that you can feed the beast and have new patients come in. Yeah. Right.
0: right. Awesome. And there are there are some patients that we've known for a long time that uh, that I know that that certain patients like hygienists, certain
1: patients. Mm-hmm
0: don't have a problem getting clean through a doctor cause they've been here for forever. So, you know, it just, it's just, you know you have to work on it um, and then open up and, and, and cater to the needs of the patients first. And uh, so, and our office at the time, how busy we are. So you, there's always uh, room for improvement and the ways to do it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, so um, let's get into a little bit of um your solution that you have with us with engagement, um, or Modento, um, we've talked about online scheduling, but there's, i w I'm interested to know, since you are so techno technology driven forward with Mm -hmm. your practices and adopting these things, Mm -hmm. what does, what does automation look like in your practice? What things have you automated using either our solution or another solution, but what, um, and how has that impacted your practice? Right, right.
0: So uh, <clears throat> many years ago, around uh, 2017, when we started the uh, the text messaging uh, app uh, with another company, um, so that was great. Uh, but uh, we didn't have the consent form, people signing forms, and mm-hmm. you know, the patients' forms, and we didn't have that. So it was all still manual. And then we got onto this company's the other company's uh, consent uh, form kind of solution that didn't really work out too well for us because it was a little clunky. And there was a people involved, front desk had to be involved in certain steps. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was kind of cumbersome to, uh, even though it was automation, but it was half automation, you know? Yeah. And so, so we dropped that. And then of course, you know, uh, your company, Dental Intelligence and Modento is when we uh, came aboard. And uh, through that uh, automation with forms, it, which worked out greatly because it was completely from zero to hundred percent automation. You know, we click on the send form to a patient through their phone in the chair, and they sign it. It automatically gets gets feeded to us back to us and it gets uh, loaded into Dentrix in the Document Center. Uh, There's no person involved in doing in this process, right? So it's all automation, and so which is great. Uh, So uh, that we really liked (laughs) and then and through Modento, uh, we came aboard. uh, We dropped the other company's text messaging uh, apps and and we're using Modento um, uh, uh, for now. Uh, So we love it so much. And there are better ways to different ways to uh, do text messaging. I think that's important Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: you have to cater to the like I said before, Um, we are catering to the needs of, uh, patients who are very different, uh, different generation expectations. So, you know, the confirmation process can be kind of cumbersome and people complain about not showing up at, at offices. How do we deal with this? And people Mm -hmm. don't show up, you know, we hear like, you know, people don't show up for the interviews and, you know, different Mm -hmm. generations have different values than Mm -hmm. us. Uh, Not judging, just observing.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: we can work through that uh, through uh modento text messaging we can we can uh, customize uh, we you know we send out text messaging we don't get confirmation we send another one and then we have wordings like if you don't confirm or or, or show up there's a $100 charge mm-hmm. uh, no show fee or uh, and things like that and once that text message gets sent <laughs> guess what 5 minutes later they could the call or you know hey you know I can't make it whatever so yeah, mm-hmm. that helps, you know, and uh, and if everything else fails, then we still have to make that call to the mm-hmm. patient. We have to make call, hey, you know, leave a voice message, or you know, uh, we have to still engage uh, every step of the way until you know, like few hours before that appointment. So that helps us a lot in mm-hmm. terms of uh, how to deal with no shows.
1: Yeah, um, that's so, that's yeah, awesome. You have,
0: you have to engage, and then uh, I think Modento has uh, various ways to sending out different, uh, uh, hours and days and different, uh, uh, wardings. You can it's all customizable. So, uh, you can do that. I think that helps.
1: That's awesome. Um, and I, I would assume, I mean, tell me a little bit about how that's, I mean, impacted your front office, especially with you trying to hire like, right.
0: yeah. So our front office is uh, mainly, uh, you know, people coming in, checking in, checking out, uh, they can spend more time with patients that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to really you know it's like uh, what is your insurance oh my goodness we didn't get your insurance information and all of a sudden there's like a mad dash to find out about the insurance eligibility and things like that but that's all taken care of before their arrival through the document uh, that we you know we send to patients automatically so there's another thing Uh, when a new patient signs up through our uh, scheduling uh, website and they get on to the uh, scheduling dentrix So they get uh, forms automatically sent to patient Mm -hmm. new forms in insurance information and medical and dental history, so they fill out all these forms before coming to our office. And the day before we we see that they don't they haven't done it, then, then you know I I believe the text message the way set up uh, they get a reminder until they you know fill out their forms, please, you know fill this out so that's great um and uh and then also another thing about new patient where where are hygienists is full is that when people do call us you do have to uh talk to them and first you have to realize that they didn't really want to call in the first place so, <laughs> so you know they're really hesitant uh some people are uh they don't really want to talk to you but they have to so how do we make them that fear go away so mm-hmm. you know as soon as i you know get a new call you know uh is it okay if i talk about the process of the new patient intake, katie at yeah
1: this point? go for it yeah
0: so even though i said technology is great but we still have to cater to people it's the people's needs that's mm-hmm. important so when a new patient calls in i always say you know i train these people uh, all my employees this way too and the first thing i say is uh, hi you know will you be our new patient or are you our patient you know, and then once they say uh, a new patient trying to make an appointment, and I and I always say, "May I have your first name?" I always say first name because I don't want to hear their full name where it's difficult. We have different cultures, long last yeah. names, and you mess up from the very second. So you don't want to <laughs> go there. So the first name, they might have a nickname or first name, and they mm-hmm. say Katie and so. Mm-hmm. First thing, next thing out of my mouth is, "Hi, Katie. I'm James. I can help you. Mm. You know." There's assurance. Oh, this guy's going to help me on Right? Mm-hmm. So, so Katie, and so we talked about this and this and getting to uh, uh, sign up in certain hours and choices. So Katie, now I've got some information. So I need some information uh, for our insurance. What is your last name? And that's mm-hmm. when they're opening up. So they're friends with you now. So they're mm-hmm. readily opening up for their social security number or IDs or, you know, last names. So they don't mm-hmm. have a problem with you. So, so when they when that's all done, then I say hi katie thanks for giving me all that so now you're confirmed this and that, by the way, I use your katie name at least three times during the conversation right Mm -hmm. so so they're friends with you now. (laughs) So yeah so okay katie we'll see you we'll see you so and so later, thank you, and then you know hang up and then you know I want to brag that all the calls that i get through me i don't get a cancellation 99 percent, they always show up they don't cancel uh because you know in their mind patient's mind is like hey you know this guy was really helpful and you know i'm you know i'm kind of excited to go see this guy whatever yeah. office. So and if i cancel
1: up, and if i cancel then i yeah. disappoint him because we're exactly friends there's now. this mentality yeah. right yeah so
0: when they show up and i say hi katie Hi, I'm James. I talked to you on the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're our friends. It's like, oh yeah, hi. You yeah. know, So so there that's important. So uh, especially with generation now, who are so used to staying at home, work from home, and they don't have this uh, uh, one-to-one relationship. So it really helps them, and uh, you know, have, have assurance that 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 we are going to help them. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and and put that, uh, you know, coming to dental office is scary to first place. So, you know, have that fear go away with that pleasantry and that, that, that assurance that, that this, you know, office is going to really help me. Yeah. So I
1: think that really helps. Yeah. I love that idea of, especially thank you for giving us that kind of step-by-step on how you talk to your new patients on the phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially since you are in an area where there, there is a huge, um, diversity of different cultures right and i love that you kind of gave us that idea of asking their first name and getting that going and then yes. ask their last name because many people who have a a, a a name that they're worried that people either might misspell or mispronounce it's probably a little bit of friction so i love right. that idea of just asking for the first name first and then last name as you ask for more information yes yeah. that comes last uh-huh Yes. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. good information, James. We could spend another another while talking to you, but I'm just grateful that you're willing to come on the show and spend some time out of your busy practice to to talk to us about automation and things that have um, made your practice uh, run a little bit smoother. What does um, I ask this question mm-hmm. to every single one of our guests, and it's because growth means a lot to us here at Dental sure. Intelligence, and it means something to, to different to everyone. So, what does growth in dentistry mean to you?
0: So uh so funny you asked that. Right now we're in this office that I've been for a long time. Uh due to overwhelming the success of people uh new patients and people liking us. So we have to move. <laughs> we have to find a bigger place. <laughs> you know how hard it is to find a new place in in San Francisco. I cannot
1: even imagine. Oh.
0: <laughs> so uh we did find a, a place and uh, older building so we're, it's a grounds up we have to uh, we hired an architect uh engineer to open up and so we have more op- operatories mm-hmm. and we're building grounds up it's going to be really nice uh not too far away from where we are right now so even even last year i sent out email campaigns to all of our patients hey you know what uh i think it was christmas time and um, um Oh, by the way, um, that campaign, so we, we send out this email campaigns where it's fun for people to look at and open up and mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, this is Christmas time. And if you guess what our doctor's favorite Christmas movie is, you'll get a $50 gift certificate or something like that. <laughs> and uh, hey, we have our dental assistant uh, front desk. He, he, he just got accepted to UCSF and isn't that great? yeah and everybody that comes in and say hey congratulations justin
1: and oh that's they, awesome so
0: so in that email i announced that we're going to move uh not too far away and everyone that comes in our patients say hey when are you going to move when are we going to move out oh, that's so exciting so we share this information through email campaign um, we don't do that too often because we don't want to spam their emails but mm-hmm. uh maybe like every other month and so um and that helps as well um and that makes us like you know really um like a family with our Patients. Mm-hmm. and and i really mean that yeah. Uh, yeah. certain families certain patients are like our family and uh and i and i really appreciate when they say the same thing so i'm sorry i got off the no track. you're good Growth, <laughs> no oh yeah the as growth, far as growth yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah yeah so no you're right on track you're good
0: <laughs> so 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 we are growing um and that part is exciting and uh and uh i think my um desire is to really um, You know, I really mean when I say that I really care for our patients, uh, their needs of uh, their dental needs and uh, getting the most out of that uh, in a very comfortable uh, uh, place and caring place and where they can trust. And so, um, you know, the feedback that we get online reviews is all about uh, trusting all about comfortable uh, down to earth people um, home like so these are all important uh, aspects that we want to uh, grow with our patients. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, um, you know, this policy, this things that worked perfectly for us. We're just going to scale it up and and, and, and grow into a bigger place where mm-hmm. we can cater to uh, our community uh, better with a bigger, in a number of people. And, uh, uh, for example, new patients might not have to wait like, you know, three weeks, four weeks,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: five weeks, but they can, you know, come on like maybe next week, yeah. uh, readily um, sign up that way. So, so, so I am really excited. Um, hopefully that will move in there in a few months, but um, yeah.
1: Well, good for you guys and good, good for you to be able to really understand what, where your priorities lie and what, uh, mm-hmm. what things you want to scale. Cause I think, It's easy to want to just get bigger because you have to, but uh, if you're not intentional about how you get bigger, then things will get, you know, the things, the values and things that made you successful from the beginning will get lost. So yes, uh, I think that's awesome that you've already recognized that. So, Mm -hmm. so thank you so much, James, for joining us. Thank you for taking the time out again. And, um, Thank you uh, to our listeners for joining. This has been Growth in Dentistry, Dental Intelligence Podcast. You can find the link to uh, get a demo on our show notes and, or go to get, uh, go to dentalintel.com. Thank you to our marketing department for all their work on this podcast as well. I'm Katie Pulson. Keep growing.